News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman in association with Air on News Talk. Yeah, not much support. Uh, we're going to be talking about it in a minute for the idea of a levy on smartphones to replace a TV licence fee. We pay tax in order to run the country. We should not have to fund broadcasting in the first place. And all you get with RTE is doom and gloom. Someone else says, the people are deciding on RTE and Ryan Tuberty. Note the fall in TV licence payments. Make RTE pay per pay for view. Or do they mean pay per view, I wonder, I says Sean? pay per view, yeah. Yeah, look, let us know. Let us know what you think about all of that. But we're staying with this item now, Kira. We are, because we're joined by Ona Mali, who wrote the uh, article that was suggesting a smartphone levy might be the way forward for TV licence. Owen, who, of course, is Associate Professor of Politics at Dublin City University. Owen, we've been talking about it myself and Shane, about your proposal, but explain to people how it might work. Well, at the moment, the TV licence is per household and it. it I mean, it's, its main problem really is that fewer and fewer people are paying it. So assuming we want to fund RTE, and I mean, obviously, a lot of listeners probably are kind of wondering whether that's a, whether that's necessary or not. But assuming that we do, how are you going to raise the certain amount of money? Uh, and assuming you want to kind of fund a public sector, public service broadcasting, rather, uh, the TV license is an incredibly expensive way to do it because it, it does actually involve somebody knocking on your door sometimes if you if you haven't if you've forgotten to pay it. Yeah, you were saying quite a lot of the money goes on actually the raising of of of, of that financing as opposed to any other way. But and I, I accept your point entirely that maybe a change in model is appropriate and indeed that we consume media so differently that maybe a TV licence is a, a kind of a blunt instrument when most of us like are casting off our phones or, or what have you anyway. But it's interesting you say we pay it per household because there's six smartphones in my household. So I would be somebody paying the equivalent of six TV licences now and frankly hardly any of us watch RTE. So, so you would see some families maybe disproportionately affected by a smartphone levy surely? Yeah, uh, so my house would be would be five of us paying, and it probably would be me paying the whole lot. Yeah, but that's what I was thinking too, <laughs> to be honest. Um, and you know, I'd probably I wouldn't wouldn't be something that I'd, I'd necessarily like, but it would be fair in the sense that you know if there are five or six people in a household consuming, maybe why should why should a house with just one person pay the same amount as a house with with six people in it? And so that might seem at least a little fair. It, I mean, a lot of the the reason I kind of suggest a smartphone levy is because that's how we consume it. It's also really easy and quick and cheap to collect. The government just tells the companies that if you add three or four euros onto your bill per month, or you take three or four euros away from your pay-as-you-go credit per month. And so that's the Okay, because I was going to ask you as pay-as-you-go, I was thinking, well, how is how, how will we harvest those types of, of, of phone users because not everyone has a bill. Yeah, so I presume there technically must be possible to take automatically okay. take a couple of a couple of other things. Um, one of the reasons people will will balk at this is I know people balk at any additional tax, but but even specifically will balk at this is because of what we've seen in Orshi. People are concerned that Orshi needs reform. That Orshi is a, is a sort of a sinkhole for money. That there hasn't been enough accountability, and there hasn't been enough, I suppose, care with the public purse. Do you think that we would have to do something to assure people that there was change in Montrose for this to be successful? 
Yeah, I think I think that's fair. I mean, because I mean, as anybody who's been to an RTE studio versus been to SA a news talk studio or a studio in Virgin Media, you'll know that RTE is way more inefficient. There are way more people flouncing about with pieces of paper uh, than there are in the kind of private in the private studios. So it is incredibly, they are, it's an incredibly inefficient organization and that would need to change. What I was suggesting yesterday in the Sunday Independent was that we could move to expand that model where the, the it's called a sound and vision fund, which you could expand it into the news and current affairs as well, where all the different uh, broadcast broadcasters can apply for funding for public service broadcasting. Well, I, well, I was so going to say to you, because as someone who, and I've worked in RTE, by the way, as well, and I agree with you that there's often twice the number of people to do the same job in RTE as we would use to do and produce the same sort of goods here. But it is vaguely insulting that we, we seem to think that only by protecting the bastion of Montrose is public service broadcasting ever going to be delivered in this country when I would argue that Virgin and ourselves and many other organisations try and deliver it as well with no funding. Yeah, uh, exactly. I, I agree completely. Um, but I, I would think that a way of weaning RTE off and making it more efficient is by introducing competition for that funding. So RTE isn't automatically given 93% of the licence fee. Instead, it has to compete for, say, a certain amount, maybe in, increase the 7% that's open to competition. Now, increase that to 20% and 30% and eventually RTE stands on its own and it kind of lives or dies of whether it produ- is able to produce things. That- and, and maybe lastly, in terms of the value of public service broadcasting, and I'm not suggesting, as I say, that it is only RTE who, who produce it, but we're getting an awful lot of texts in here this morning on, on the News Talk Breakfast text line saying, why should I pay for RTE? I don't listen to RTE. I don't value RTE. I don't like RTE. The value of public service broadcasting is real, but but we seem to be not getting that point across. Will you just explain what you think the value of it is? Well, I think there there probably are things that we do need to have. We probably do need to have a number of news stations that provide decent, impartial news. And maybe those things aren't really always that commercially viable. And so we possibly should pay for that and the the state should pay for that. There are going to be things like art, sports, drama that don't always, aren't always going to be commercially viable, but as a country, we might value them. So we, 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 it probably is uh, commercially viable for us to, you know, air, say the Rugby World Cup, that's going to pay for itself. But there are other things that won't necessarily, I mean, it's, probably very expensive to cover an Olympics, Olympic Games for, uh, for yeah, a small we, yeah, country. We, we would struggle to send big teams to the Olympics because that, that is commercially tricky for, for the likes of us in different 40. So lastly, things like 2FM, are they part of a public service broadcasting or should they be sold off? Have you a view on that? I think they should just be sold off or else put on their own, kind of put into some sort of... Uh, a fund where they have to pay for themselves and they're effectively commercially separate. Look, thank you very much for speaking to us on all of that this morning. It's very interesting stuff. That is Ona Mali, their Associate Professor of Politics at DCU. Let us know what you think. We have been asking you this morning. A smartphone levy rather than a TV licence. That is kind of how we get our media. But what what do you reckon? Is that the way forward? I know lots of you don't want any way forward, but somehow we have to pay for this. So let us know. 087-1400-106. 
News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.